Hey everyone, welcome to the MRP Tech Podcast. This is episode 177. My name is Matt and this is the weekly podcast discussing everyday tech for everyday people. And in this week's episode, um, I have a, a topic in mind that I've been sort of following for the last few months. But before I get into that, if you haven't checked out last week's episode, I had the great opportunity to interview Jeff Stevens, who is an Atlas missile expert. And that was a uh, wonderful experience for me. It was great to be able to talk with Jeff a little bit about some local history, about history of Cold War history. Um, We had a good time talking and uh, the video for that is available on the YouTube channel and the audio podcast you can find over at podnuts.com. So in this week's episode, what I'm going to do is I'd like to talk about the latest release of the Apple iPad Pro 12.9 inch. Now, if you have been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that I've been sort of keeping my eye on the 2020 release for the iPad Pro. And the reason for that is because um, in the middle of a a huge grant project uh, for the music organization that I founded, and we were looking at purchasing a bunch of these um, for uh, a jazz orchestra. And so the ultimate goal was to use them as PDF music readers because they're sort of the perfect size for um, digitizing music and such. And the real reason I've been keeping my eye on this is because of that. Um, About six months ago or so, we were able to purchase five of the 2018 model. Um, That was sort of part of the plan to test everything to make sure it would work as, as needed. And we knew that at some point in 2020, the latest um, iteration of the iPad Pro would come out. And um, I wasn't able to talk about it last week because we had Jeff on as the host, but Apple did release on March 18th um, the iPad Pro 12.9 2020 version. And um, again, the Pro models, it's a 12.9 inch screen. There is an 11 inch Pro model as well. and some of the things that we're looking at uh, is just kind of the standard 12 point 12 megapixel cameras, uh, six gigs of RAM, which is nice, and the 9720 milliamp battery, which is also great as well. So it was released on March 18th, and um, the iPads were available on the 24th. So a lot of people are starting to uh, get these devices and work into them a little bit. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about them today and tell you what I think about them. Not much has changed in the form factor for the iPad, which I think is great. Um, the I love the form factor of the, the 12.9 inch in the 2018 model. So basically what we're looking at and sort of what I assumed in, in previous episodes when I talked about this is that uh, we're just kind of looking at a, a um, spec bump, so to speak, for the 2020 model. Apple is pushing a lot of of things here, and one of the things that I think they're headed towards is is they're um, they're they they want iPads to become your computer replacement. And we've talked about this for years. I even did an episode not too long ago about why I have um, difficulty using tablets. Now I think there are things being changed in this version of the iPad and uh, in iOS itself that will make 
a lot of things a whole lot easier, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, one of the things that I found interesting was the the new keyboard folio uh, for the iPad has a better angle, uh, and and the the iPad itself is is sort of hovering above the keyboard, and I think this is a great idea. And and if you look watching the um, the YouTube video version, I have a picture of it up. Um, but basically, the iPad now has a better angle, as if you were looking at a. a um, a monitor instead of looking uh, more straight down at the keyboard. Um, the iPad is sort of elevated a little bit uh, based on a, a hinge that has been put in that um, allows to do that in the in the um, keyboard case for the iPad. Um, so the iPad Pro, there's a lot of things that are, are sort of uh, becoming standard now with the True Tone display. Um, you're looking at um, the ultra low re reflectivity of the screen. Um, a lot of these things have been in iPads for a long time, like the liquid retina technology in the 11 inch and 12.9 inch. Um, but there's a lot of things that have been added here that I'm quite interested about. And one of those things is the um, addition of a LiDAR sensor in the, in the, in the, uh, camera area for the iPad. Now, what this will ultimately do using LiDAR will um, eventually lead to um, things like better augmented reality apps. And I'm not really a person that knows much about the augmented reality app. I've played with them on and off, but um, supposedly this will make um, scanning a room and using the augmented reality apps, helping them become more uh, realistic and, and placing items in certain locations as such as a table or the floor, that type of thing. So there are a lot of benefits to this. So that's one thing that I'm looking at is LiDAR scanning. So if you're not sure what LiDAR is, light detecting and ranging is used to determine distance by measuring how long it takes light to reach an object and reflect back. So it's been used by NASA for a very long time. And all of this information can be found on Apple's website talking about exactly why uh, they think LiDAR is important. And I have a feeling that uh, as, as things un, un, unroll over here over the next few months that the new iPhones will also have this in, in their uh, cameras as well. The thing that I'm really interested about is the addition in I, iPadOS 13.4, which allows you to do use trackpads. Uh, so you're going to see a lot of the keyboard designs now having a trackpad on them. Um, one of the things that I still do to this day with, with um, the 9.7 inch iPad that I have, I have a Zag keyboard case with it. And I constantly am looking for a trackpad thinking it's a laptop. And uh, it obviously is just um, not there. But with iOS, iPad OS 13.4, it allows you to um, have a trackpad using a cursor on the iPad, making it more of a, a sort of laptop replacement. And so I'm, I'm real interested in that there is a new uh, Magic Keyboard for the iPad Pro. I have not had a chance to review any of this stuff, but basically the new iPads... Uh, with the new A12 Bionic chip, 
they are meant to um, have a performance increase. And a lot of people are reporting that the, their, um, the performance is better compared to the last iPad. However, it's not uh, as much of a uh, increase as one would expect. Um, the thing here that I sort of want to address is, um, you know, the, the physical changes of the iPad are, are minimal, um, but the hardware and uh, specs of the iPad really lead me to believe that this device will become more useful as time goes on. Um, as I, as earlier I was showing the um, specs here, the six gigabyte, six gigabytes of RAM for the 12.9 issue, uh, issue of the iPad. Um, it's really going to make this a, a device that is uh, last is quite, that will be, <laughs> sorry, this device longevity wise will be um, something that can be used for years. The one thing that I really like is um, the fact that they have eliminated the 64 gigabyte version of the iPad. Now it's just 128 gigabyte, 256 gigabyte, one terabyte storage. Um, they have eliminated the 64 gigabyte, which is, is great. And my ultimate question was, what would the ultimate cost of that be? Would they raise the prices or would they keep them the same? So taking a look at some of the other things that they have here, um, Again, they have the Wi-Fi and LTE models of the iPad. Um, this is pretty standard stuff at this point in time. Um, that A12Z Bionic chipset, they have eight cores, the Apple GPU. Um, really, there's not a whole lot of things that are new here in the iPad. Uh, but I'm excited about it for... A lot of different reasons and here's why um, the silver space gray is something that I've always been a fan of I, I like the way it looks flat round edges um, all these things liquid retina display are things that if you're an iPad user you're, you're very familiar with um, the cameras I love the fact that it's these you know we're in 4k uh, so I can use these iPads to record uh, in multiple settings if I wanted to do that I can do um, it does record in 4k 4k I can do 1080p I can use I, iPads as um, you know in in the future if I'm thinking music wise I usually record my concerts um, with my I think my video camera is 720p or 768p something like that and uh, 728p um, 720p the thing is we're not quite full high def in that with that camera um and it's very easy to set up an ipad to record you can even use a couple of them and record different angles and go back and video edit it and then you're starting to have a, a more higher production value the lidar scanner is very interesting to me wondering where that's going to go down the road um, are other apps going to take advantage of this lidar scanner and I would love to take this out and and um, see what I can do with it. I suspect right now that the LiDAR scanning is, is limited, uh, but I would be very curious on what you could do with it if, if um, Apple opens it up 
for developers, not only for AR experiences, but for other things. Um, so that is, I'm interested in the fact that they had put this in and where they're going to go with it. I'm, I'm skeptical right now on what it's going to be used for and how useful it will be. But I'm really uh, kind of looking forward to uh, seeing what's going to happen. The best part about this that I found is the price points are exactly the same. And currently the iPad Pro 12.9 inch is the same price as the 2018 version, even with the price bump or the, the spec bump, as well as the, um, you know, six gigabytes of RAM going from 64 gigabytes to 128. It really is um, what I was hoping for as far as the new model. So um, for me, the longevity of these iPads is something that I was um, concerned with. And it looks like this is a device that will, if taken care of, could last between five and 10 years um, in certain circumstances. And the circumstances that I need to, to use these for is something that very likely could let these devices last a decade. And I'm hopeful that if, um, you know, my grant funding were to come through within the next few months, that, um, these are, will be the, the perfect fit for what I was looking for. Um, I'm glad that the price is the same. Um, and I'm, I'm hoping that in the future, these prices don't go up and they'll actually, they will come down a little bit. And I'm, I'm also hoping that, um, you know, finding a good sale, you maybe even get that price down a little farther. Now, you know, Apple is Apple. The prices are um, higher than other devices. And that's unfortunate. You know, you could easily get an Android device that are um, spec'd equivalently to the, the iPads for very much cheaper. Um, and it's all a matter of preference as far as, as Android versus iOS. So we're not going to get into that today. But the iPad Pros are available now. And because of the current situation around the world, you know, they, they didn't have a huge uh, press release for it. And I almost missed it uh, about uh, well, 10 days ago or so at this point in time. I saw the press release for this. And... Um, not really much was said about it right away. And uh, I just happened to catch the fact that the new models released. Uh, other price points, iPad Pro uh, 11 is uh, $799 for the 128 gig model. So that's price is much cheaper uh, starting at $799, I should say. The, the thing that I'm most concerned about is, um, you know, there's, there's lots of articles out there right now on, you know, why you should still stick with the 28 version of the iPad Pro. Um, and it's a good point to consider, you know, if you were a student or if you were somebody on a, a, a budget, somebody who um, didn't have uh, the funding for the full-blown iPad Pro 12.9, the 2020 version, you can still get a very usable device that is extremely powerful uh, at a much cheaper price. So I think, you know, if you're looking at 
the differences between the 2020 and the 2018 version that, you know, if you're looking at price as the number one contributor to whether what you're going to purchase, the 2018 version, and I will tell you, is probably the best iPad that I have ever used. And uh, it is perfectly suitable for just about everyday um, situations. So just because of the price, the, the spec bump doesn't mean that these older versions that are still out there available to be purchased um, are not perfectly usable devices. And if you're looking to save a little bit money, uh, the 2018 version of the iPad Pro is something that definitely is worth checking out. So that is my look at the 2018 iPad Pro compared to the 2020 iPad Pro that was just released. Um, just a spec bump was exactly what I was hoping for. I did not want a huge um, jump in, in capability for the 2020 iPad because that would have definitely bumped the price. And, um, you know, with me as a business owner, trying to find um, funding for iPads, the keeping that price down as low as possible and you know whether it's using educational discounts or finding sales or any that type of thing uh, it was real important to me that the next version of ipad was not a huge increase in price the 128 gigs uh, as the base model which is what we would be purchasing is um, great because it allows more flexibility in and what we were going to do with with these um, the 64 gigabyte models were perfect for what we needed um, now we have a little bit more room which is great um, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to uh, trying one of these out um, unfortunately at this point all the stores are, are closed around my area and around every everywhere pretty much at this point um, but uh, if I happen to try one of these out i'll mention it on the show and uh, let everybody know what i think so uh have you tried the new ipad 2020 and let me know <clears throat> i will be uh, very interested in hearing what you think about the ipad 2020 and um, kind of go from there so all right so here's the thing i'm going to be releasing podcasts at a much greater clip at this point in time. Um, one of the things that I want to recommend is you check out my website, mrptechreviews.com. That's the website where I post all the shows. I post information. Um, you, there's links to YouTube. There is uh, my Patreon, uh, links to my Patreon page. There's a donate button at the top of the screen. If you'd like to support the show, we would greatly appreciate that contact button you can contact me or you can just send me an email mrptechreviews at gmail.com lots of great things uh happening here and, and uh, hope to uh, increase the pace of uh, putting out a show so thanks everybody for listening that's going to do it for this time and we'll see you next week 